and welcome to episode 38 of Checkpoint Chat. My name is Alessandro Barbosa, joined by Matthew Figuera. Is that right, yeah? By me, you Have you ever called me by my full name like Matthew that? Matthew Figuera, only when you're in trouble. Matthew, usually Matthew Figuera, what did I do this time? You undid my beautiful retweet on our great Twitter account. Why would you do that? Though? I mean, come on. What? I mean... Do, do you not know how Twitter works? No, I don't know how, <laughs> how social media works. I'm really bad at it. Um, and constantly retweet things that shouldn't be retweeted. Yeah, it's not the first time you've done this. It's not the first time you've been fired either, but it's it's all good. I know. Celia. I mean, it's, I actually, actually, it's very awkward to start our our like recordings with, hey, you're fired. <laughs> well, it's not like, only that. Mm. It's like, hey, you're fired. Oh, I've got to find a new place to record now. Can't come visit you. Can't yeah. Do this. yeah. I mean, you've got yeah. to find a new venue, new new studio. I mean, but, it, yeah. I. Who are you going to record with then? It's just like you're going to be talking into the void, into a mic. Well, have you have you seen my photo of Lupin with the mic, my, my microphone? I mean, <laughs> yes. Checkpoint Cat is a real thing, you know? <laughs> I heard Lupin nearly uh, fucked up your mic. Uh, he did. I, I, I didn't, didn't like nearly break it, but he did push it over. <laughs> Jesus. Busy, busy, cats uh, are cats are super dangerous, man. They're, they're assholes when they want to be. I mean, he's busy sitting on the table. I'm busy, busy streaming. And just casually like looks at the mic, pushes it over. I'm like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you like this, Lupin? Good oh lord! God. And it's, he's he's so demanding. What a demanding cat! I don't think I've ever known such a. I've never known a cat that wants affection as much as this cat does. Like you'll be sitting down doing something, you'll just come pour your leg. Like, hey, give me love, and you like pat him on the head. He's like, thanks, and he walks <laughs> off. <laughs> like, okay, well, why are you like this? <laughs> We're back after a, a We're back, break. yeah. Uh, Minor slight, tech- slight technical hiccup. You, you might not notice it though, but if we suddenly jump into a different topic, you... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is the magic of editing. Wow. Well, we're all magicians up in this I mean, show. I, I, I'm desperately... Well, not desperately waiting, but there will be a day where this records and... I listen back to it and it's like, up, oh, it's all fucked. It's all good. It's all- oh no, you mean the opposite? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I mean, it, it's happened before with our very oh, first episode, episode zero, never which got is released. great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rather that than a, uh, oh my god, I spent like the whole weekend trying to edit that into something usable, and eventually I was just like, it's like, nah, fam, let's just redo it. Just, just can't polish which, this enough. Which is fine because even the episode after that, I was like, man, we are so rusty. It sounded <clears> not not as decent as it does now. Yeah. I mean, maybe it was a good thing that that that, that happened, but uh, we, I mean, we we read tons of articles, aka like one article. Was it you who was telling me like you need to you need to do how many podcasts before you do like your actual first podcast? Oh uh, yeah, there there was like an article I read, and it was like you you should record your first like ten or something, and then I'm only not- your tenth <laughs> one should be your first episode. I was like. Well, we got, got we got we got out with one at least, so it's fine. Yeah, exactly. now we've done our first ten, so go back yeah. listen to now our first we're, now 10 we're in thirty eight, so it's fine. Jeez, you know. we've been doing this for nearly a year now. Do you feel? Yeah, old? it was like March last year. Yeah, 20, March twenty eighteen. Yo, what are we nearly our birthday? We're going to do for our birthday. We're going to eat cake on on. I'm going to eat air. cake on stream or oh, on oh, stream, mm. uh, <laughs> and uh, and just chew really obnoxiously into the microphone. That is the most irritating sound, maybe. It, I don't know. I I kind of like... Like, people hate it when they hear other people eat. I'm like the opposite. I don't mind it. You, it's like you one, enjoy one, of those, it. one of those like ASMR things. I know. Yeah. You oh, Do you watch ASMR on... On, uh, on YouTube? On YouTube uh, not on YouTube, on Twitch. Because there there's an actual category for ASMR. Is it not just like... in? 
IRL. I, IRL no, they've, a, they've split up the categories now. So there was an IRL tab a few months ago, mm. but now there's an ASMR category. Ooh. There's a podcast and talk show category. There is still the IRL. No, no. I, no, it's not IRL. There's uh, just chatting. Like there's a whole lot. Oh, wait, no. There is IRL for people who like walk around Tokyo and stuff and stream or Oh, okay. Okay, so like they've, proper they've broke, vlogging yeah, stuff. Yeah, they've broken okay. up into many categories. So yeah, mm. there's a whole ASMR tab if that's your thing. I and want, believe me, there are tons of them. I want an ASMR of like, I mean, obviously a super sensitive mic, but then like a rabbit chewing a carrot. Like <gasps> that, just, uh, yeah, like, have you seen how fast they chew? It's amazing. It's Their it's mouths actually, just move. Actually, actual superpowers. Carrot eating. Yeah, I mean, it's... Or, or as we like to call them in South Africa, wartles. What? what? <laughs> Vortal. My God. Um, fired. Yes. You're, you are fired. Goodbye. Goodbye. Please, please get out, my house. Okay. Please. Fight your dogs. <laughs> I'm going to die. Um, this is episode 38, Checkpoint Chat. As always, uh, we record weekly. We post on Mondays. You can send us questions. How exciting is all of this? You can send us money if you, you want. You can send us money. It's all your love and affection. We we'll don't have a PO box, but you can send us digital money. Yeah. <laughs> it works. You can you can scan your, your money on a printer and yeah. send it to us. It's fine. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll make it work. We'll just yeah. make some copies. We won't report you to the police. No. Don't report us to the police. You scratch our back, we won't report you to the police. Yeah, it's exactly. that simple. It's you know? that, that's, that's the law of the world. Yeah. Yeah, of, at least in podcasting. Yeah, I mean. that's the law of podcasting. Is um, yeah, yeah. you ne- you never rat on another podcaster's uh, illegally scanned money. I wish we had a store that we could put that on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> My God, Walk do you make a note of this in like three hundred episodes from now when we're big and famous? <laughs> <laughs> um, you can send us questions on Twitter at Checkpoint Chats as always. DMs are open even. Uh, all day, every day. Yeah, all day, every day. You can send us questions whenever. You don't have to wait for that tweet on Friday. I know you like Matty's uh, gifts, but you don't have to wait for that tweet. Just, just holler just, at yeah. us. Just talk. But we had to talk about games sometimes. Yes, so, sometimes. So I want to know. Actually, before we get to the good games, I need to get <gasps> a bad, bad game, game. off my chest. Oh my god! So I wanted to talk about this last week. Yes. Uh, but I couldn't because. The embargo for the game was early Tuesday. The game in question is uh, my time, hmm? my time at Porsche. You have to spell that for me because I need to make a note. Is this Porsche as in the car Porsche or no, 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 no? P O R T I A. So I think it's Porsche or Portia. Portia. But they call it Porsche in the game. Porsche. My time. I'm just gonna write you. My time with Porsche. My time with Porsche. Yes, that. <laughs> it's a car game. No, it's not. <laughs> having having time in an actual Porsche would be infinitely better than playing this game. I mean, I guess I could say that for a lot of games, but man, I did not like this game. Um, what, what is it about? Give me the, the premise. So, have you played this uh, delightful little game called uh, Harvest Moon? I've heard of Harvest Moon. Isn't that um, what ins- not no? Is that what inspired Stardew Valley? Yes. Okay. So, so it's- the 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 guy who made Stardew Valley was really disappointed with uh, recent Harvest Moons and ended up making Stardew Valley because he's like, hey, I can I'm going to try do this better. I'm going to make the Harvest Moon that I've always wanted. So my time at Porsche, I guess, is kind of the same. Uh, attempt the same altruistic attempt at that except just 
nowhere near as charming or as polished or as engaging as Stardew Valley ever was. So, firstly, it's not 2D, it's 3D, yeah. um, which is cool, new perspective, uh, and you're this character that you created. Okay, so you created a character in this char- character creator, and I could never get my character looking good. The wow. faces <laughs> on the character and all the other characters in the game just look fucking weird, and I don't I like it. it. It freaks me out, and set me off on like a bad foot because i was like this guy's eyes just don't. When, when that happens my my objective is just to make the worst looking character <laughs> god i i was really at that point i was really like irritated i was like okay i can't get my character looking good whatever so you arrive on this this island called porsche and you're given the keys to your old your dad's old workshop there and isn't that always the case i mean true <laughs> and immediately you set off to just um help the town with commissions, you know, like building commissions. Um, And that, that part of the game, that loop is pretty enjoyable. Like running around, uh, cutting down trees or picking at rocks to get resources um, and finding all sorts of things in different parts of the island. So you can build all these contraptions for fancy uh, the town. You get like, you're allowed to take one commission per day and then you get paid on that commission based on how fast you complete it. And then there's also like story missions, story quote unquote, where you'll get like a commission from the mayor or something and he'll be like, hey, we need a bridge to this island. And that bridge will be like your your harder build. You'll need to mm. like expand your inventory or expand your uh, your set of skills before you can tackle this bridge. Mm. Um, Why would you tackle a bridge? <laughs> I mean, bridges I mean, are aggressive. Just, just imagine trying to run up to a bridge and tackling <laughs> don't think the bridge San bridge. Fran bridge just a, ah. <laughs> just at the, the, the foot so you're tackling a bridge it'd be even Not really, that way. It'd, it'd be really weird if you tackled the bridge and it was like hey and you're like whoa <laughs> what the bridge is like what are you doing man <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> just chilling here what's going on um so that part of the game pretty okay uh it's satisfying to just like i mean it's just like Stardew Valley where it's like you've got a stamina bar so you can mm. only do so much in a day. Um, and just chopping down wood, it's really good. Yeah. The music, not so good. Oh, it's, no, that's what makes those games. Exactly, yeah. Stardew Valley's soundtrack is great. It's uh, really good. My time at yeah. Porsche is like, tries to capture the same sort of like charming, whimsical thing. <sighs> but it just loops like so frequently so it just and injects it, car yeah, signs in I was just, signs of Porsches like oh yeah. man <laughs> what is this I was just not happy with it um, alternatively you can also go into these mines uh, where so that's where you get like rarer items like copper ore and mm. iron ore and stuff like that but when you're in these mines you have to press a button to change to your like scanning goggles to see um, like deposits underground mm. And then you can mark only one at a time and then you've got to take off the goggles and then know. dig down to the thing. So it's a really like monotonous like a bit scan. cumbersome, yeah. Like dig down, cool, got the thing, scan, dig down, do the thing. And all the mines look the same. So no, there's no so like... you get super lost as well. You're not super lost. They're just like... like They're supposed to be different, uh, uh, different they... resources and stuff, but you wouldn't tell that from just looking at them yeah. because they look... Um, but, sorry, on the mines, does it follow that Stardew Valley, Stardew Valley thing where it's like you keep digging down, digging down, you can come up at like any time? Yes. Okay, so yeah. same sort of premise. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite um, And then then the game turns on to like a, 
or well, turns into like a full on like dungeon crawler at times. Mm-hmm. So there was this one mine where it wasn't a mine for me to dig. It was like, hey, there's loads of enemies. You're going to kill loads of enemies and then you're going to fight a boss at the end of this to get a special item that you need for this uh, build. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's weird. It's like turned into like a it's third straight person. Straight up third person. Yeah. Something. And the combat's fairly simplistic. You just click the left mouse to attack and... If you attack fast enough, you can animation lock enemies most of the time oh. to the point where they can't attack back. <laughs> Just cheese the um, game. No. The boss, the boss actually, this Rat King, uh, the very first boss, he jumped up, and as he was coming down, I hit him, so he got stuck in mid air. In like an animation oh, no. So, so playing... I, ju- I just stood still and pressed attack and he was dying and you couldn't do anything. You're actually playing Tekken. Just air yeah, juggling this just dude. just air juggling yeah. this big, <laughs> big rat. Yeah, so the combat, not great. Um, it's, yeah, like that's the thing with this game. It's just like lacking so much polish. Uh, there's visually, it's not, it's got this like style where it's like, hey, we're going to be colorful and charming mm. and whatever, but it's just like, there's nothing super unique about it. Is, is it, it's first or third person? Third person. Third person, yeah. okay. There's nothing incredibly... Like, Stardew Valley is a game that if I saw it from across the room, I'd be like, hey, that's Stardew Valley. Yeah. My Time at Porsche could be a lot of other games that... Uh, it's I, just it doesn't have its own identity. Oh, um, mishmashes a whole bunch. Into yeah, one it's just like... it's, And um, the voice acting is so bad. Yeah. I, I've read reviews where they praise the voice. I don't understand. <laughs> like, because were like, you listening on mute? <laughs> man, I don't know. Some of the, the recordings, like the the recordings of the other townspeople and the recordings of your character's voice, they sound like they were recorded in two different studios because like your character's voice is so rough and sounds very low quality compared to everything else. Um, and then the volume is just like fucked. Like sometimes it'll oh, no be balance. fine. Oh, no. And then sometimes the characters are talking, you can't hear them at all. So it's just like, what? Hey, I want you to... Yeah, it's just <gasps> so strange. And like, like you know, like games do this thing where... So you have a character name. So because they can't record lines for every conceivable character name in the world, mm. uh, they often... Most most games give you like a nickname so that mm. it flows in the sentence. Man, these sentences are just like... They'll talk, talk, and you'll be like the subject of a sentence mm-hmm. and they'll just omit your name and just carry on. And it's like, hey. well, that sentence does not make sense anymore now. Like, <laughs> How are you doing? So. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's like no nickname, no nothing. Oh. It's, it's, it just lacks these like little touches that like on top of it not being super engaging at every point, just like annoy you because it's like, oh, look at this little thing that's not great. Oh, yeah. this again, like. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, I encountered this thing, uh, it wasn't super long into the game, but I had to kill these uh, sea urchins. So that, Oh no, <laughs> sea urchins. Yeah, the animals in the game are, are pretty weird. Like, again, they've got weird faces. I don't know why the like, faces in this game just, they don't look they're great. Just, it's, it's a style they're going for. Oh, they don't <laughs> look great. Um, but the animals are cool. Like the sea urchins uh, float around near water with like balloons on their back. They look really cute. Um, and then you have to fucking murder like them because you need to get <laughs> spikes from their back for umbrellas or something. I don't know. Um, there was this one that was like super high level um, and I didn't realize it was killing me incredibly fast because the feedback from the game is really poor. Like your health bar goes down, but there's no like, oh, little red thing around your screen to indicate that you're taking damage or a damage indicator or anything like that. So I would run up to this thing, not realize it was super high level 
and it would hit me twice and I'd just immediately die and then I'd have to start the whole oh, day no. again. But like, it's just so like sudden. There's no animation for my guy like falling down to indicate I died. It's just like, oh, here's this thing. Oh, shit, game over screen. Like, like what? what the fuck just happened? <laughs> What's yeah. going on? So it took me like one, one or two tries to even realize that I was dying. Um yeah there's i hate that feeling when you just don't know you're dying yeah i mean we'll we'll, we'll get to your oh no your your dying what experiences. are you talking about um but yeah my time at porsche it's out on pc now it's been in early access for like a year but it's not officially out i i can't super recommend it like i don't think it's that great I, think um, it, I mean it sounds like the sort of game and this is a case with a lot of games these days that look get better with time as they start maybe. fixing stuff maybe, maybe. they know. could they could fix the the curve for i think it's a bit too harsh at the beginning um like things need too many resources and becomes a bit uh, of a grind um but i thought that part was pretty fun uh i think the things that really annoy me about the game are like core design things and mm. that's way harder to fix yeah um so i don't know i I assume a lot of people will maybe enjoy it um, if they really are hankering for something like Harvest Moon. But if that's the case, I'd just say go play more Stardew Valley because it's way better. Way, way, way better. Although, but I mean, this game is third person though. I, I, I know there are other games in the same vein, but maybe a third person Stardew Valley is a nice difference. But I don't yeah. know if it's worth looking over the, the, the hiccups, you know, and if you dig deep enough, is there a good enough game or mm. I don't know. No, the the perspective change is is really appreciated. Like, um, I like I like it having it in you know uh, third person. I don't mind that, um, but that's like that's not enough to recommend it. No. Put it that way. But Stardew Valley is just yeah, Stardew Valley. Game. I mean, I, I guess it's hard <laughs> it's, like, yeah, it's to, a, it's to, a to hard, look at Stardew Valley. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, it's just. I don't think it's worth it. Maybe maybe you'll be tempted when it's on sale or something to mm. give it a go. But uh, just like your, you played like a Stardew Valley with cats type <gasps> thing. Yeah. What is it called? Cat Tales. Yeah, Cat Tales. Like, it's just like it's trying to hit a certain mark and just does not hit. Yeah. And so. I mean, when we spoke about that, was it two? No, it was a while ago. It was last month sometime. Mm. The same thing was like, yeah, rather just play Stardew Valley. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't know how a game could ever match with or overcome star or surpass Stardew Valley, but man, it, yeah. In this in this genre, it's like Stardew Valley is the, the benchmark that you should just play if you you know. And it's difficult like to this. surpass <sighs> something like that that essentially refined that formula that, so yeah. damn well. Yeah. Yeah, because Stardew Valley is like Harvest Moon, but mm. that everyone actually knows. I don't know what the Harvest Moon was when I played Stardew Valley, and everyone's like, yeah. Oh wait, it's no. like Harvest Moon. Yeah, yeah. no, I, actually, it was from that book, uh, the Jason Schreier book, where uh, Blood we're Pixels. reading about yeah. it, where the dude who made the game loved Harvest Moon. He's like, "Yep, I'm just going to make my own version of it." Yeah, <laughs> so he just made Stardew Valley, yeah. I mean, and then on. made it even better. So yeah, uh, my time at Porsche, don't dig it. But don't dig it. If you feel differently, I'd love to hear what you think and why you think it's better. Like, I'm I'm curious because like reviews are pretty split on the thing. So. Tell us how to spell Porsche. Yeah, tell us how to spell Porsche. <laughs> or how to pronounce it. <laughs> Portia. Portia. Can what I, have you been? Can playing? I interject? Okay, so go for uh, it. My high school best friend Gareth Pond. Gareth. So ah. He's busy messaging me this morning, and I was like, "Now nah, I'm busy podcasting." How he's, rude. He's like, "You podcast?" I was like. <laughs> Yeah, I've been doing it for nearly a year now. He's just like, WTF, when did this happen? <laughs> like, I'm where, very offended, Gary. Like, where have you been? Actually, I have to send him a photo. Very, that. very offended. So, yeah, now yeah, we're sending yeah. a photo. 
I'm um, sending you a photo. So if you listen to this, well, yeah, I'm gonna retake he, that. He, need, he needs to. He needs to Instagram uh, us podcasting uh, because yeah. he's popular. He's famous. He, he'll get us um, millions of listeners. Yeah, he should. He should talk to Blue Apron on our behalf. <laughs> Like they'll be like, I came here because I thought this was a great platform for photography and awesome videos. I'm like, no. It's for sharing podcasts. For sharing stuff. Okay, let me let me timestamp this. Uh, I've, I've been playing a, a little game called Bloodborne. Ooh. It's not so little, though. It's not so little. Mm-hmm. So now, let, let, me, let me take you on a journey here, okay? Paint a picture for paint me. Paint a picture. Okay. I don't know how to paint. Okay. I can, I can speak instead. <laughs> speak a picture for me. <laughs> I'll speak a picture into existence. So... Everyone, not everyone, a lot of people I know have told me like, man, you should play Bloodborne. Mm, and I'm I know this. Yeah, you're one of those people. I mean, I, my, I've, I've got a friend, Stefan, another friend, Adian, my colleague, John Michael, all of them. Michael Michael. Or John Michael Michael, all these people and other people are like, hey, Bloodborne's really good. You should play it. And I've always been like, yeah, I'll, I'll get to it one mm, day. Mm. I mean, you know me, I don't, I don't get through that many games in a year. No. So last year was really just like getting through a backlog of, existing and past games and then finally this year it's like hey i can play some some bloodborne Ooh, and yeah you know what people aren't wrong i really do like it <laughs> I, so being being like an old school mentality gamer and this is something i only realized actually playing i suppose hollow knight last year yeah where i got such a satisfaction from the challenge of the game and i've, I've always played games like that but it was really when i, I in hollow knight there's some re- brutal challenges and bosses that i overcame and i was like you know what i get such a rush from you know it's it's hitting your head against the wall till you get a little bit better that mm-hmm. you can actually overcome it mm-hmm. i was like well of course i'm going to enjoy bloodborne and these you know games in this vein or, or of course i've always enjoyed them i've just never really like put one and one together thought like hey <laughs> this is a whole genre that i really appreciate yeah but it makes sense i mean like let's take ori for example is also like a great platformer that's really difficult yeah yeah um I think about growing up with games like Contra, where it's just straight up. Have you you, you haven't played the original yet, have you? Oh no, you gave it to me on DS, oh and I, I think I threw it against a wall because it's fucking <laughs> like, bullshit. I played I played that game years after the fact, and I was like, how did I ever beat this as a kid? Yeah, yeah. and you know, same thing. I played it again and again and again until I managed to beat it as an adult. I was like, yeah, if that feels good. So. Bloodborne is very much a, okay. It's not contra, but it's very much the same sort of game. Dark Souls esque, obviously, from the people who made Dark Souls, brutally difficult. But mm. it's it's designed in a way that you just you always learn just a little bit more every time until you're strong enough to overcome whatever challenge lies ahead of you. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I'm really, really, really loving it. It's it's yeah. It's just a lot of fun. Did you <laughs> kill mean, that werewolf at the beginning with your bare hands? With my bare hands, no. But I did laugh at the the hand <laughs> chop animation. Oh yeah, like, it's very like, good. I know kung fu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I obviously died right. Although I'd love to redo that bit and just have. Apparently, have you can kill him. No, no. I think you can. Yeah. It'll just take a while because yeah. You know, let's imagine ha- chopping a, a werewolf with your hand. You know, how, how's that going to go down in real life? It's going to take hours and hours. But thankfully, Bloodborne, it'll be a little bit less, you know, hardcore. Maybe maybe mm-hmm. like 10 minutes, not mm-hmm. even. What um what weapon did you choose? I chose the axe. instead. Of, so you get the... What? There's the cleaver, there's an axe, and there's a cane. You chose the hardest weapon. Is that the hardest yeah. weapon? Wow. What makes it the hardest so weapon? So the threaded cane is generally considered like a pretty good, easy starting weapon. Yeah. 
Um, and then the cleaver is the most balanced all around. The axe is hard because it's like slow and its range is strange. And the range is very weird. Yeah, that, that's still something I'm trying to figure out. Uh, I've spent a lot of time attacking and like just missing the person in front of me. I'm like, I need to be a lot closer. And you this is something that isn't explicitly said in the game, but um, you use a uh, blood blood shards or blood stones to upgrade your weapons mm, yeah there's an item right at the end um they might have fixed this or they or they didn't um so there's an item you get near the end that is the item required to take your weapon from level nine to ten which yeah. is the max it can get oh, okay and there's only one uh, so, so you gotta you choose do... one weapon oh, okay. to take to its max so you can buy all the weapons in the mm. game but there's a limited amount but of that you can reach like upgrading yeah oh yeah yeah because you're only going to get so many blood echoes so i like game. i stuck with my cleaver the whole game yeah i was also thinking about that because eventually i bought um i don't know what the weapon's called i bought a hammer basically oh it's, yeah, it's, yeah 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 the, the weapon design is so cool so it's it's, cool. it's light attack it's oh it's light version it's just a a sword mm. and then you switch switch its modes whatever you, you you clip it into this massive hammer like you you clip it into the head of a hammer yes, and you're just yeah. holding a big hammer now um i bought that one of my favorites like that is i think it's ludwig's unholy blade it's like a sword and then you the sheath for the sword is a bigger sword it's oh very, <laughs> nice. very good oh but so you know, the reason i mentioned that i've got that now but i find myself still thinking like yeah i've already upgraded my axe mm-hmm. i didn't really feel like Oh, not, not not I don't really feel like upgrading this new hammer of mine, but it's like I know how to play with the axe. Well, I'm still learning how to play with the axe efficiently. Yeah. yeah. I think learning how to play with the hammer now is really just shooting myself in the foot, you know? Yeah. So it's, I mean, I, I'm obviously going to buy weapons as I go, but I think for the most part, my first playthrough will just be the axe, which mm. I, I mean, I don't know the other weapons. So I can't say, yeah, it's, it's slow or it's fast, but I'm really enjoying the axe. It's, mm. It's nice and meaty. It is a bit slow, mm. um, but the hammer's slower, I think, but that does a lot more damage. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm getting used to it now. Uh, but for, for those of you who haven't played Bloodborne, each weapon's got, it's got like a, a single-handed and a two-handed Yeah, it's like two modes. Approach, two modes, yeah. yeah. So the axe, essentially, you hold it one-handed, you swing it about, uh, but then if you switch your stance or whatever you want to call it, you basically pull out the handle and it becomes like, I don't know, big like axe. a giant big axe slash spear yeah, weapon. Yeah, boy. And it's oh man, the combat in that game. It's so I good. I love the uh, the animation of like you can press the weapon transition in the middle of like an attack chain. And, and it incorporates and it, it into your... Yeah, it's so good. I figured that out by accident. I was like, huh, oh. Yeah, it's <laughs> so good. You can get some really meaty combos going and then like if you want to transition to another state without having to essentially break out of an attack, it's super mm. useful. Yeah, um, but games like that, there's what I appreciate about them as well is that it's not explicit. So mm. Bloodborne, there's obviously notes on the ground left by players or hints, whatever, that explain how to play the game. There's no no tutorial like push X to do this, push whatever. These yeah. notes basically serve that purpose. But there's a there's a little um, subtle layer of well, not subtle layer. There's actually quite a quite a layer of depth where as you play, you might accidentally figure stuff out. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then it's like, yeah, it just it just teaches you to be better at the game, but like not implicitly. It doesn't beat you over the head. Like, yeah, no, no. You just learn as not, you play, yeah. which is really cool. My uh, my favorite aspect of Bloodborne, which is essentially my favorite aspect of From Software's design, because it's in Dark Souls as well, is just how the worlds like fold in on each other. Mm. Like 
you'll you'll run 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 you'll go through an area for like an hour hour and a half and then you'll find a passage and it's like looped back to somewhere else yeah, in the which, world which is super handy because it, it's <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that's a mechanic more than anything because you need to find these shortcuts to make your your grinding runs mm. uh like shorter but like that whole world interconnects in such it's, an intelligent it's way it's awesome yeah. yeah and it's not like oh you've gone through this portal and now you're back here it's like oh, fuck, I can actually see how this connects. Yeah. Like, this is a breathing I mean, the, town. It's the, mad. The opening area... Well, I mean, what's the first area called? Is it just Yarnum, I guess? Um, yeah, that, it's Just that main area. A lot of... So many times running around, running around, and I loop back. I'm like, oh, that's where I was like an hour ago. Cool. I know exactly how this area works now. It's just actually this massive area you work your way through yeah. until you figure out how to progress to the next yeah. area and we were just um, talking about a uh, old yarnum just now because that's where you are now mm. third boss well, well potentially only of, the second also bloodstar beast optional boss <laughs> is a bloodstar beast an optional mm-hmm. boss i think so what but you should kill him yeah, no, I'm, i know of course i'm not gonna leave anything <laughs> i'm not gonna just leave it untouched <laughs> what is this but it's like you make your way through old yarnum like descending 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 and eventually you just reach his tower you go up a few stairs you're like oh fuck i'm I'm back here. Yeah, like, I needed to kick down a ladder, and that's it. Now I'm back. Yeah, the one, the one. Sh- um, thank God for this shortcut because the Bloodstar Beast is whew, to get there. Like the roundabout way is long. There's yeah, a lot it's of long. A lot of those hooded creatures and those like werewolf aggro and they scream mofos and they're very and, annoying. And there's that asshole who shoots at you with the machine gun. Yeah, I can't believe you didn't find. I, the I don't way know. Up I, need, to, I, need, yeah. I need to go back and explore that area. But yeah, I, I found the shortcut. Thank God. So I'm just gonna like keep grinding through the, the blood starved beast who like i've i've tried fighting it i think i tried maybe five times four or five times and mm. i can get it down to let's say like a third slash half health so like it's not but bad but i, I know yeah intense. then yeah the, yeah but the, i know it goes into another phase where then you start getting poison then i think on his oh last God, third yeah. he's just spewing poison all the time i, I don't want to play this so game. getting close <laughs> to him you just yeah, that, that boss literally made me put the game down because I was just like, fuck this, I can't anymore. And I came back to it a few months later. I killed him after like a handful of attempts and uh, then I was proper hooked into Bloodborne. It's, and then I was like yeah. in, in, in there. But what, what's cool is that, yeah, it's, it's, sometimes you do need to just put the game down. Oh, yeah. Like no. really. When, so the first night I played, I played a solid four hours. I got uh, past uh, the Cleric Beast uh you know play through that area then i got to to old father gas coin oh. just fought Oi. him fought him i think i died maybe seven or so yeah times he's an asshole so. but but then like i was tired and mm. i was like cool i'm gonna go to bed played played a few days later i beat him on my second attempt mm. so there's mm. just the thing of going in fresh sometimes yeah no you you need to have like a bit of time away to get a bit of perspective yeah um yeah no contemplate it, laugh like, yeah because i i found that um when you're banging your head against the wall with the boss, like the frustration just leads to more mistakes. Mm. I so, mean, you you have to bang your head a few times though, just to learn the attack yeah, patterns. No, stuff. No. But you're gonna die. But like the, the, there comes a point where you either like slowly getting better each time, mm. or you're just getting progressively worse. And that was happening with Father Gascon. I was doing stupid things like rolling into corners and then like not mm. healing enough. And then I was just. But like, you also, yeah, you're at the point where you're still learning the game. I mm. feel like. The, the 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 biggest fault of Bloodborne is that it doesn't scale as well near the end of the game. Oh yeah. Um, so you. like by the end of the game, I was killing 
many bosses like on my first mm. first attempt and i know it was a combination of my gear was really high yeah but also like i understood the game and the bosses weren't evolving mm. my understanding so it was like okay cool i i know how to be cautious i know this and that and then i played the dlc and, and the you like oh no <laughs> oh my god some of the bosses in that dlc are absolutely ridiculous like absolutely ridiculous it's really good but, but what, Jesus. what makes me laugh for the game like this though is that if you go as you as you progress when you get to an area it is hard you're like whoa mm. this is so challenging then you progress past it and you come back to there you're like it's really yeah. not that hard i think if i had to come back and fight father gas queen i'd be like yeah he's not that bad yeah like yeah. you just learn and it, it was the same sort of thing with hollow knight for example where you get to a new area and you're like oh my god how am i going to get these enemies just are murdering these damn me bees. yeah these damn bees but then hollow night you have to backtrack a lot you go through an area like yeah you just yeah. cruise through it not an issue i mean blood yeah. similar like that i've gone back to the first area just to grind up mm -hmm. some healing and i'm like why was i scared of these um, although i do still die once in a blue moon because i'm careless i'm like ha i'm mm. so good at this game and that it's very quick to beat me over there be like no no yeah no, no you're not no you're not no <laughs> like calm down <laughs> yeah that, that game punishes uh your your arrogance mm. so no, it really does i've done it many times i'm like i'm just gonna speed run oh, oh look at this big guy he thinks oh shit i'm in uh, oh, i'm dead yeah. uh yeah okay damn it <laughs> but it is super satisfying like you said to go back to an old area that you were very cautious and and whatever and just sprint through it killing everyone because you're just farming up like mm. it's it's incredibly satisfying and it's more satisfying because it's not just like i mean there is an element of hey you've leveled up and stuff mm. but for the most part it's like you've just got better at this game yeah, you've yeah, just, just skilled up better. to a point where you know you're just better it's not just numbers that are making you better mm. so it's actual uh, you know, from skill. software is exceptional at doing that like I tried Dark Souls after Bloodborne because I'm mm. like, hey, I get this. And I understand now why Bloodborne resonated with more people because it's like Dark Souls is a lot of item management. Mm. You're constantly swapping you uh, know, to new weapons yeah. and, uh, you know, you have a shield. So that slows down the pace of combat uh, yeah. and whatever. Um, and Bloodborne's just like, hey, you've got a weapon. You can play the whole game with this weapon. Mm. Focus on attack, like be more offensive minded. And that just spoke to yeah. me and i think a and lot I, of people not only that, that in in bloodborne it incentivizes you to hit back yeah because so you've got if, that little like recover yeah so if, if you take damage in bloodborne the, you've got like a quick moment where if you attack the enemy you, you're able to recover a little bit of health which you know it, it encourages you to stop being like oh, i'm just gonna roll away or mm -hmm. whatever it's like mm -hmm. oh actually let me let me try get a hit in although that can kind of backfire yeah sometimes. it pushes you into situations where you're really <laughs> like oh this yeah. boss took half my health i'm just gonna run after it oh i'm dead damn it yeah like, just, exactly <laughs> happen? but dark souls doesn't have that so dark I, mean, souls I mean three does uh, oh it does it? yeah okay. i think it has it with a certain weapon if uh, i'm not mistaken okay. so I, i've never played dark souls but i imagine it, it does become a thing of like shit mm. like just take really take your time don't be cocky well yeah i mean not that you should be in bloodborne but you know what i mean don't don't try recover your health because it's not a thing yeah dark yeah. souls um but yeah I, yeah I, I get it now i mean it's it's never not that i ever doubted that bloodborne was great but mm. it really was just a matter of me finding the time and getting myself into the mindset and wanting to play it and yeah i mean it's never been a thing of oh, I'm, I'm not gonna like this game mm -hmm. i love this game. it's good I, and i've only played for eight hours yeah you uh so you are I've, very I'm, far oh god it is it's it more, is more it's death an, ahead it is an experience and yeah. there's there's areas which you can completely ignore, yeah. ignore and circumvent and um 
How, how long yeah. would you say an average playthrough is? Um, I don't know, actually. Probably like 20, 30 hours. Oh, probably okay. Around, that's, that's not so bad. Probably around okay. 30, I'd say. Yeah. Um, I suppose if you I did. can't recall because like I took breaks you from took the game. A long time, yeah, yeah. So I, I can't remember. But throwing DLC. I, I mean, I don't know if I'll replay it straight away, but it's something I do want to try, like with a different build, different weapon sometime in the future the dlc is phenomenal yeah the, I'll DLC is the dlc is super super good um but yeah it's 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 also very challenging so yeah I've, I've also dabbled with the idea of doing like a new game plus or starting it again with a new weapon but um it's just hard to commit to it when there's so many other games to play but i will yeah, get back to it because it is my it was the first game i played on ps4 and i fucking adore it yeah, I, no, it's, i still think it's one of the best it's if not yeah, the if, best if you don't have a playstation 4 man let me tell you, the exclusives are just... Mm. <laughs> and from Software's new game is out soon as well. Sekiro. Sekiro in mean, March. That's, it's that's, a vastly different that's, game. but No, but it's 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 Bloodborne with a grapple hook. I sort mean. of, yeah. <laughs> it looks a bit easier, but, well, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's part of the facade of the trailers mm. that it looks faster and easier, but uh, I'm super excited. Yeah. Super, I'll super wait excited. like five years before I play it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You have to. You have to. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's tradition now. <laughs> so that's that's blood one so i'm still like early days i'll probably speak about it plenty in the coming weeks because mm. you mm. know as i get through buses and and you and, and you're streaming it and i'm where, streaming, where are you it. streaming oh. it so at a twitch.tv forward slash hairy knees hairy knees hairy knees yeah yeah high school nickname it's just been that for life fair enough um i stream on tuesdays and thursdays 9 p.m south african time no more jackpots. No, no PMCAT. No, I mean I might I might sprinkle that in here and there just to break okay. break it up. Okay. But I've I've been I've been very lucky that some of my friends who have played Bloodborne have been watching the stream and I don't know, I would have I don't think I would have got nearly as far without their helpful prods. They're not straight up telling me like, hey, like don't do this, but it's like, hmm. It know. is it, Bloodborne's just, a really just nice game the right to play direction. with an audience, I yeah. think. Like I, I streamed a lot of the DLC and I really enjoyed it. Mm. So yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't begrudge. Like, there's a difference between straight up just holding my hand through the game yeah. and be like, no, do this and this and this, and like seeing that I'm doing something stupid and like I've seen it or I've done it and I've just haven't been made aware of it, or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I, I I'm enjoying streaming saying, yeah. it. It's great, man. Yo, that's cool. Have you been playing anything else? Um, we're gonna go straight into a. I've been playing. Races. Oh, briefly, been playing some more call of duty black ops four yeah it's four um that game's really fucking good it's Holy good eh? shit, yeah, yeah. I've i think been i said i think i said it like two podcasts ago that i tried it or a podcast ago yeah, yeah. but um oops yeah i i tried it i'm now game sharing with uh good pal glenn oh PS4. glenn that, that guy who was an episode something 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 the the exotic belgian waffle you yeah remember nice. it um, <laughs> oh. and uh yeah it's I haven't had this much fun with Call of Duty in years. The I'm finding myself having way more fun with the straight up multiplayer than Blackout. Mm. It's just the pace of the game is really good. Um, I thought that including items, where so you don't you don't regenerate health in this one. No, you just you, you have to heal. Yeah, you yeah. have to heal. And I was like, oh, that's a that's a big change. I mm. fucking love it. Like, it's really really. The thing cool. is, like, you don't have to regen health, but it's. It's still in my head, like similar in a way. You just it have is. to actively push, like, oh shit, I'm yeah, dying. it's not automatic. Yeah. You know? yeah. So essentially, the the timing window on it, and you know, the the effect on the the flow of the game is the same. But like you said, there's so many times where I've like killed two people, 
run around the corner, then try to re-engage and be like, oh, fuck, I forgot you to forgot heal. To heal yeah. yeah. No, so it makes it more active, which is yes. quite cool. Yeah, and and there's like items which increase your healing speed, but then you uh, have to give that at the expense of other equipment. And yeah. So there's, there's this like delicate balance act, um, but it's really good. It just feels really good. Mm. Um, and I'm trying to teach myself how to quickscope, and that shit is very entertaining. You're trying to very, teach yourself to 360 quickscope. Yeah, very, no, 360 very 360 no scope. I need to get real good and put like a little piece of plastic on my monitor <laughs> so I always know where the middle of the screen is. Um, is it accurate though if you just stand still and always shoot in the middle? Well, no, no. I mean, <laughs> it, it's just easier to know that like because, because you're quickscoping, you're not waiting for like the radical to be like, on the person, oh, yeah, you're just yeah. like, cool. It was in the middle. I just need to press scope and then shoot. Uh, okay, so okay. it's like that helps me pre-aim. Put it yeah, that way. Yeah, that's uh, not that I'm doing that. Otherwise, hacking. What, what is that prestic doing in your screen? <laughs> <laughs> Little piece of prestic. I'll take it. I'll um, take it off. Ha- hacks off. It's uh, super good. Um, yeah, I played I'd... some hardcore team deathmatch last night with pals Craig and Sage. Mm. I don't know if they're friends of the show. I don't know if they listen to this. Like sometimes, maybe. sometimes. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it's super good. And there's a really good sense of progression because like you have your overall level and then as you use guns, you level up guns. And the only way to get attachment for those guns is to use them. Mm. So like I was playing a lot with an assault rifle and I was like, huh, I kind of want to unlock more SMGs. So I started playing with SMGs and, you know, unlocking stuff for that. Mm. There's just always something to work towards in that game. I feel like Um, it's... (sighs) really fucking it's good, good yeah it's really good i don't know black ops has always been like for, for, for me the the best of the call mm. of duty series like the best hits almost whatever well not the best but hits, three but was the, like a yeah. weird like run on walls and boost and you have an operator that can rewind time like it was just too like much. what it's just too much <laughs> yeah okay but, but before that yeah black before ops that, has always yeah. been the no this one this one's like it struck that balance of like, hey, we're not going to be World War Two again, mm. but uh, we'll have some of this future bullshit in there, but, you know, turned down. And yeah. I think the inclusion of um, the operators really helps, like mm. each player essentially having different abilities and ultimates that you can like, pull off <laughs> in the game, which is really fun. Unless every, you're every, nomad and use dogs, those things are bullshit. Oh my God, and they're strong. Hey? Jeez, they're, they're way too strong. Yeah. Way too strong. Um, or the flamethrower, which can shoot you what feels like from across the other end of the map it's all sorts of bullshit it's a flamethrower sniper i mean it's not call of duty if there isn't some bullshit some yeah some some hot bullshit yeah exactly but i've been playing that and i'll probably play it here and there here and there you know what i realized we could actually just also touch on quickly Mm. it's resident evil 2 demo you played it i played it Ooh, yeah i didn't i didn't think about that i also also just dawned on me and i was like what else oh resident evil 2 demo what what did you think well let's fly through this before we end up being a two-hour podcast no Um, quick just i really enjoyed the demo yeah i super enjoyed the demo um i can't i don't have like like super strong memories of the original because i played it when i was a kid mm. um like i still remember the fucking liquor jumping through the window and, and myself oh, did myself. you wait at the window in this game saying huh i know we i yep, know you yeah i'm like he's coming in yeah i, I was waiting happened. to turn around a corner and that thing's just fucking at me um even that one window the the first time you see the liquor in like mm. one of the early areas you said walk over in the original resident evil yeah and then it's in this game as i'm like well it will and then I think happens like you, you ass. It plays with your expectations. <laughs> like it, it, I think Resident Evil Remake Two knows the people that it's, are playing it. It's, so it's like clever, yeah. you've played this before, mm. so let's try shake it up a little bit. Yeah. Like, 
Um, like I forgot you could board up windows unless that's a new thing. No, that that's a new thing. Okay, because you like, could never board. As yeah. far as I know, you can never board up I, windows. Because I kept picking up these planks. I'm like, what? I was are also these like, why would you? For? No, my thing was like the first window you come across, you can interact with it. I'm like, mm. huh. I wonder if you need an item to like climb out this window yeah, or something. Yeah. And then later, pick up wooden boards. It's like, oh. You, you have to board up windows yeah, in this game. Yeah, otherwise which, they just eventually just, just break in. Yeah, which, so. which adds another level, you know, that, yeah. They, they mess with expectations yeah. in a lot of ways. And especially a lot of familiar tropes of the Resident Evil franchise. Like, did you know that your knife has durability now? Yes, which, which is I was crazy. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> why, why would you do that? It's crazy because it's like, and and if you use it to get out of like, if a zombie grapples you and you use that to get out without taking damage, it's like, mm. it takes away a lot a of lot its of durability. Um, but man, that game is beautiful. Oh, it's so good. Crap. So yeah. it's using the Resident Evil 7 engine. Yeah. And it's just, it's stunning. Yeah. You played on PC as well. Yeah, I played on PC. It mm. ran it ran incredibly yeah, well on perfectly. PC. What I loved on PC was... um. In the settings menu, every time you change an option, it came with a preview. Oh, that's cool. So I didn't could, go through any of that. Yeah, so you can kind of see like, oh, I want to turn off shadows to this thing. It will be like, okay, this is this mm. is before and after pictures of you know yeah. what the settings going to affect. And like, that's awesome. Put that in more games. I want to see because how many times you look at an option, you're like, I have no fucking clue what this yeah, is. Yeah, what's going on? Fuck Zambia's occlusion. Okay, mm. I know what occlusion <laughs> is, but like... There's a lot of times where like you don't understand the effect mm. of of a setting on a game, and I I just thought it was just a neat touch. Happens. Yeah, it's so good. I also yeah. thought uh, seeing that dude cut in half, his uh, guts looked beautiful. No, that's, I mean, that's terrible. Visceral, but, yeah, yeah. It's visceral. But yeah, I, I think exactly like you said, they they know that there's a strong fan base coming. They're thinking like, mm-hmm. I know this game, but they. They they playing with you, man. Did you get the shotgun? I did. I yeah. didn't get to use it though. At oh all. really? Yeah, because I was like, oh, I'll save this for what I thought would be a liquor fight or something. And uh, I just never saw. Oh man, the I use that thing straight away. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna because man, some of the zombies are they oh, tough to put yeah. down. Like, uh, I mean, and what's cool about this now, now that you can aim, you can actually pop off the headshots. But it's such a clever mechanic in that it's your cross is like very wide, and then she yes. stands still, and then you let it, you know, give yourself time to aim, whatever. It's like a, but, it's like a double center. It's like wide, yeah. and then it like locks. But in it's almost, so, it's yeah. so cool. But another nice thing I noticed is that in classic Resident Evil, if there's too many zombies, you want to, you have to like sort of think, you know, do I waste the bullets or do I take mm. a hit and run through them? In the first area, are you you. You know, when you, you rescue the cop who ends up dying or whatever. Rescue, quote unquote. And then you, you have to run out because there's a whole lot of zombies just popping up. Mm. Two bursts out of a room. And in my head, being a, a veteran of Resident Evil, I'm like, I'll just, okay, I'm not going to waste my ammo. I'll take a hit from one and run through. Because normally when you get grabbed, you're like in a state of invulnerability to the other zombies. Yes. Okay. Not in this game, man. I got grabbed by the one. And then the other one grabbed me at the same time. There's an actual animation where they both grab you. Oh, hectic. And you f- they, I fell down. I was like, oh my God, I'm dead. You know, because they both grabbed me. Oh, but then wow. eventually you do get them off you, but you take a lot more damage. I had no idea. Yeah. Wow. So it's little things like that that they, they know people will do. And they're like, no, 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 no. Like Shit, this is a cool. modern Resident Evil. I really like So that. I got down by two. I was like, what is the Like, damn you. Because <laughs> I, I got grabbed by singular ones a couple of times. I did not know no, that happened. I, I legit I wanted to get grabbed by one. So I'd push yeah. it off, knock the other one over. But the one grabbed me, the other one came over, That's grabbed wild. me as well. And I fell over. I was like, oh God. <laughs> I thought I thought the virus spread um, when you were bitten, and my dude, no dude, Leon the, got fucking bitten. Re- Resident Evil is very like shady on that because like no no you fine you just use herbs and you don't die. <laughs> I mean my favorite was in Resident Evil Three where you play as Carlos and you have to go 
um, basically come up with an antidote for Jill because she's infected. Yeah. But I'm like, I've been bitten throughout this whole game. Why now all of a sudden? Just give her a herb. <laughs> Just give her some herbs, man. I like yeah. in this one that you have gunpowder as well to craft uh, to ammunition, which is Yeah, no, I'm sure there'll be a deeper... Yeah. I mean, Resident Evil 3, I think, was the first one that introduced gunpowder back mm. then. It was like, combine A and A for handgun ammo, B and B for shotguns. I'm sure... I mean, maybe not, but I have a feeling there will be the same thing, mm. different gunpowders and yeah. Make and I like the uh, the uh, inventory system is pretty easy to oh, kind of understand. So I'm so excited for this game. Yeah, but I'm very, it's, it's I'm on so, Friday. Now I'm stuck in Bloodborne. I'm like, do I buy Resident Evil and get distracted or do I just focus on Bloodborne? And then by the time I'm done with Bloodborne, Resident Evil is maybe a bit cheaper. Mm. <gasps> it's going to be hard to resist, man. Exciting. I need it so badly. But Exciting. Yeah. That's that's the demo. Ten out of ten. Good. Excited. It was Your, real good. Um, but, but real good. We're gonna go fly to game releases quickly. Game just, just fly, fly through them. We've got we've got forty minutes left before we hit an hour and a half. We've got so much to do before then. Game releases. We are looking at game releases between the twenty first of January. 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 Oh, Payday is nearly nearly to here. The twenty fifth. Yeah. <laughs> to See the end of January. Um, mm, this is your first payday. Oh, Proper yeah. payday. So excited. <gasps> oh, boy. So it's excited. The best feeling. Uh, let's look. So we've got A Fisherman's Tale, which is a Rift Vive in PSVR game. I actually looked at the trailer for this. It looks fucking cool. It's oh, like yeah? this It's like this VR puzzle game, but it's like, so you're in a room as like a, like a whimsical, charming fisherman. Yep. And on the table is a model of the exact room that you're in. Yeah. So you can fuck with perspective things. Oh, no. So if you pour like water through the window, then a big gulf of water comes uh, through the window you cool. in and you use that to like solve puzzles. It looks That's awesome. really cool. What's really, it called really cool. again? Uh, a Fisherman's Tale. A Fisherman's Tale. Really, really, really That's cool. That's a clever idea. Yeah, I when I saw that trailer, I was like, oh, so, okay, yeah. Um, we got Sonar Beats on PC, Android, and iOS. I'm assuming that's a rhythm game. Mm-hmm. Switchblade on PC, PS4. I'm not sure Switch that blade. is. Have you ever played with a butterfly knife? Yeah, I was, I was literally just going to say, it's probably <laughs> like a gangster simulator. You know? there, need, there needs to be a, a VR game where you just play with butterfly knives it's in a, a safe space. It has the, the, the cool noise. Yeah. Or you can't cut yourself. And then when you cut your finger. So like every two seconds. then You're a game developer. You can make that a reality. I can make that. Just whoop one up over the night, please. Wonder Song is coming to PS4. This is a game that came out last year. It's like a... A very cool 2D adventure style game where you use music as a form of, I don't think combat, but it means to solve puzzles and to stuff. To solve, heal the world. It got uh, nominated a lot for the IGF Independent Games Festival Awards. So oh, nice. Like, yeah, it, it's really cool. It looks really cool. Uh, the Hong Kong Massacre for PC and PS4. I'm not hmm. sure what that is. I guess it's bloody. Yeah, it sounds like it. It's a massacre. The Hong Kong massacre. Actually, it's a Stardew Valley clone. Huh? Yeah, actually, it's this whimsical game about finding love in Hong Kong. I know. Maybe it is. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> I mean, Yakuza is about a crime lord who runs an orphanage. So who yeah. the fuck knows? <laughs> um, at the gates, PC, January 23rd. Returner, PC, January 24th. Slay the Spire is out. Full release on January 23rd. It's oh, like is that in early game. access? Yeah. Like and I, it's been in friend, good friend, early access. Yeah, friends of mine love that game. It's like a build them up card game. It's very cool. Well, it, it's like a, it's like a roguelike run. card. Yeah, like. ro- roguelike. Yeah. Show. That's, that's right. Did you, have you ever played uh, Solitarica on your phone? 
No. That's a roguelike card game that uses the rules of Solitaire. It's very good. Oh, yeah? It's nice. very good. Um, Battlefleet Gothic Armada 2. PC, January okay. 24th. Uh, Pik- mm-hmm. Piku Niku. So this is a platformer. And it looks super strange. You need to look up like footage of this game if you're unsure. Pikuniku. Pikuniku. That's P-I-K-U-N-I-K-U. Nice. Pikuniku, like Pikachu, but broken. P- Pikachu. Um, I looked up. Sorry, I looked up the Hong Kong massacre. It is a fast-paced, top-down shooter inspired mm. by classic action movies. It looks to me like, like Hotline, Hot, Hotline Miami? Miami, but like Hotline oh, Miami, like realistic a, Hotline yeah, Miami. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Looks uh, yeah. interesting. Um, yeah, Piku Niku, you should look that shit up. It looks really cool. Um, cool platformer. Nice. Sleep Tight, coming to Switch. I know. That Isn't that that dream? Surely that's a horror game. <laughs> yeah, that's that, uh... We've spoken about this. Tower Defense one, isn't it? Where it's uh, like you're defending yeah, yeah. your bed from that's like long yeah. pre... Very cute. Sleep Tight. Life is Strange 2, Episode 2, Rules. Mm. PC, PS4, Xbox. It's been like four months since Episode 1, so this Shit, is yeah, fucking a long time. time coming. Yeah. Well, if you're on Xbox Game Pass, you can play episode one for free. Mm. Um, we've got Resident Evil, Resident remake? Evil Two remake <gasps> on January twenty fifth. Oh 25th. boy! Hot damn! So excited! God, I don't know. I don't know. So I, need to, I need to see if I'll buy it or wait. <gasps> then we've got the last thing for the week. The Anthem demo, which you oh. will only get into if you've pre-ordered. You only get or in this early. Can't, can't you sign up for the beta? There was yeah, a... no, there's an open beta in Feb. Oh, uh, okay. But this is an earlier one early if you pre-order, yeah. Iron Man Simulator. Man, you... Do, you want to get a, do you want to get a preview of next week's? Yeah, yeah. What's Kingdom next? Hearts 3. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you believe that game is coming uh, out? I'd be excited if I'd actually played any of the other Kingdom yeah, Hearts even games. Me. That's basically you sounded pretty hyped. I mean, I'm not. I'm just. <laughs> I, think, I cannot believe this I'm, game's out. I'm but. more excited on behalf of fans because I, yes. I, for that exact reason, it's like, whoa, this game. It's been so many years. It's been Jesus Christ. I, I feel like I've heard of Kingdom Hearts like throughout my entire writing career. Yeah. Um. And it's been yeah. a long time. I mean, cannot was, believe it. There was no Kingdom Hearts on PS3. No. I don't think so. It no. missed the whole. This gen. was announced for PS3. Yeah, so it missed the, the whole gen, and we're like nearly, you know, supposedly at the end of PS4 gen. So it's been a long time. Oh yeah, it's been since... a long time coming. I just the one thing I hope is that it's not disappointing for fans. Like, oh god! After all this waiting, I don't know. It's, it's a lot Sorry, of pressure. I apologize for my big ass yawn. Jeez, I got recording like at seven in the morning or something. Yeah, something like that. Woo! Oh, whoa, Woo! <laughs> wow. Sorry about that. Let's get wild. What? Let's get wild. Uh, <laughs> should we do some news? Yes. Oh, is that is that the only trailer from next week? A preview? Yeah, Kingdom yeah, yeah. Okay. I can give a shit about anything else. Oh yeah. yeah. So much shade. It's not shade. So much of news. You, you just your games got to get better. Draw wall. <laughs> Sorry, that was shade. I apologize to everyone. Actual shade. Actual. Put, a, put shade. on your sunnies. <laughs> put on <Yeah>. your sunnies. <laughs> gotta get some sunscreen. You gotta get some sunscreen. Well, you won't need sunscreen in the shade, nah, I guess. Okay, I don't just, know. Just get gaming news. <laughs> <laughs> Stop um, you right there. Okay, I'm just scrolling through. Oh, yeah, there's a big change. So, Division 2 got like a whole like data well not data it feel it feels like uh hands-on previews came out and shit like that this, this week um the big news is that the dark zone so did you ever play division no i wow. didn't <laughs> yeah. so the bit 
what I think the best idea of the game was, even though it wasn't executed as well as it could have been, were the dark zones. Mm. So it was essentially the game's PvP area. You went through a door and suddenly you were in a more hostile version of New York and it was PV- PvP was PvP, on. yeah. But it was more like PvP and PvE mixed into one. There was mm. still um, enemy AI in there. Uh, the only difference was that you were playing with other players and uh, the whole idea was to kill AI enemies, get loot, and then you have to call in a helicopter to extract mm. this contaminated loot, quote-unquote. Yeah. And that was like some of the best loot in the game. Yeah. And you always had the choice to, hey, let's work together with other players, hang on and fuck them over right at the end and steal their loot, stuff like that. Really cool ideas. Yeah. Problem is they didn't level scale. Oh, no. So if you fought like a level 70 gun, you were like level 50, that dude just fucking destroyed you. No, man, that's um, cool. So that was stupid. Did they, oh, and yeah, that's Carol. the thing they're changing. <gasps> Woo! Oh, so they don't, did they never fix that in Destiny no. 1? Oh, no. Destiny? Division, um, man. Destiny 1. Sorry, they all, all, you know, blur and become the same <laughs> game in my mind. So uh, Division 2 is going to have three Dark Zones, not just one. Um, and they'll all host 12 players at a time. And they'll all have their own like themes and loot. And stuff like that. Um, they are normalizing everyone's level. So that no one has an advantage. Oh, nice. Uh, but you will get loot according to your level outside of the dark zone. Oh, okay. So essentially exactly how Destiny does it. Mm. In your PvP, your levels, unless you're playing Gambit, your levels are normalized. Um, but your loot is always to your level. Um, nice. So, like, I don't understand why that fucking wasn't there in the first place. Um, the beginning. There's also now multiple ways to get loot. So previously, you could only extract loot. Mm. Now you can still extract, but you can find also like safe havens where you can get loot with a lower risk, lower uh, reward okay. type thing. Or you can get loot by hunting down players who are un- like, if when you've killed a few players, you become marked to other players oh, like shit. a bounty. Yeah. And now you can essentially just exist as a bounty hunter and get loot that way oh that's interesting so yeah very very cool changes to the dark zones the best parts of the division i'm excited nice. for that game i'm super excited you should get on ps4 and play with us <gasps> with all this time i have <laughs> <laughs> did you see some of that good good mortal kombat 11 stuff i did oh man Fuck, the game looks good it looks, looks great it's good i mean I it's still, mortal kombat i still haven't played mortal kombat 10 oh really it's yeah really fun. I, I need to I, I need to pick it up just to play the story yeah i, I loved now and played a lot mm. of that <gasps> 10 and just never played in it looks, looks very oh, very man. cool i like the uh so they had the big gameplay revealed this week and they showed off like amongst millions and millions of fatalities um just like some of the gameplay i think you know mortal kombat 9 introduced i think and 10 yes. had it obviously those extra moves. moves yeah they look more in flow with the game now yeah. it's not like press a button and wait for you the wait, scene to play yeah. out yeah it, yeah it's straight in the combat now which yes is so which cool. is really really cool um i like that a lot i think some of the new characters are cool that one mm. garris guys yeah. is really interesting um and the game just looks beautiful like it's i think it, it's mortal combat like mm. you're not gonna be surprised by changes to it but man it looks my, cool my favorite part of the reveal was listening to the crowd like the more yeah. violent it was the more everyone was like yeah <laughs> i was like well humanity calm down they've also introduced customization just like injustice mm. so you can customize i think in 10 you had three move sets that you could choose from uh, yeah. that variation yeah, three, very, yeah, variation yeah. but now it's like fully customizable oh, from sure, that's cool their moves to their gear as far as i can tell that's so, awesome yeah i'm um, and it's out in like 
It's all, it's all on April 23rd, my She's birthday. Like, what? Michael's eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> my address is... Um, I know. Yeah, you can send me a download code to <laughs> checkpointchats at gmail.com. Um, checkpointchatpodcast at gmail.com. It's also super cheap on Steam. You picked yeah, it up yesterday. No, no, a mate of mine picked it up. He's like, hang on, this thing's 355 rand. Damn. And it, Damn. I, I put out a tweet saying like, WTF is 355 rand. And someone replied saying like, yeah, it's been like that for two months. That's true. So I don't know what happened. Or I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think if you if you're looking to play the game, it might be worth picking up for 355 rand. I mean, it's, that's so. a lot cheaper than the usual 800, 900 rand. Yeah. Points. Yeah. Uh, Thieves is getting an update that you'll Yay. have to re-download the whole game. I know. But it's reducing the size of the overall install. But like, Hooray. I think it's now like only six gigs as opposed oh. to like 20 or Jeez something oh. like that. I don't know how they did that, but. They've done that. What on earth? Lenska, sorry. Lenska is spamming the shit out of me with Lupin photos. Oh, my God. Oh, oh boy. There's, no, oh, oh. Oh, there's, there's a Luna in <laughs> there. got some Luna photos. Oh, my oh, goodness. Look how beautiful isn't he, he is. just so cute? Oh, she's... A- <laughs> <laughs> this look of disgust is amazing. Like, Luna- why would you do this? Yeah, why would you... How dare you take a photo of me? <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. Sorry. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, there was all this hullabaloo... Hallelujah, I love that word. Are we talking about Assassin's Creed? Yes, we are. How did I know? So, what do you know about Assassin's Creed Odyssey? I just know that you can play as a male or female character. and that Cassandra or Alexios. And, and that in this Assassin's Creed, it's like the first Assassin's Creed that you can actually properly RPG craft your mm-hmm. character and play you them however you want. You can bone your way across Greece. You can it's basically really do that if you wanted to, which is brand new for the series and yeah really cool yeah you can role play your characters according to whatever relationships you want and it's like this increased push because origins felt like an rpg odyssey feels like fucking the witcher 3 yeah with assassin's creed on it like it is a role-playing game yeah. like through and through actual role-playing game. um so it's kind of disappointing that with the dlc ubisoft like strips that away from you mm. for two reasons firstly they promised they wouldn't do that yeah uh and then secondly because like you've now role-played as whatever character, be mm. it Alexios or Cassandra in any specific way, and this DLC now forces you to play... Well, it forces the story into a a path where it's like, nope, you this, have to this has this, to yeah. be it. And uh, it's the exact same thing as like Mass Effect 3, where mm. people felt all their choices were reduced to just into nothing. nothing. Um, it, to me, it's the same thing. If you've invested many, many hours into this thing, it's kind of a shitty, yeah, it's just a shitty mechanical thing. Like to like, oh, so you know, the way I was playing Cassandra or the way I was playing Alexis actually doesn't matter because the mm. game's just gonna do whatever it wants anyway. Yeah. So that's kind of shitty. Ubisoft apologized. I don't think they're changing it um, because they say it's part of their three chapter story that they're building in the DLC. Mm. But it's, I can understand why people were pissed off. Yeah, we'll see. People then got pissed off at people being pissed, pissed off pissed because off. it's like, ah, how dare, it's, it's how dare they want cycle. want their characters to? Yeah, I, I don't know. No, but yeah, the the outcries was like, no, people are overreacting. It's like, no, but you're ignoring like some other larger issues here, and yeah. it just becomes a vicious cycle of people hating on each other, which is. Just... I just think if you are not angry at this, then, but you were angry at like something like Mass Effect, like, yeah, what's the those two are the so, fucking same thing. Yeah, this is the exact same issue. So, I don't what ifs. Whatevs. Um, what else? What other news do we What have else? About? What else? Apparently, criminals are using uh, Fortnite to launder money. 
I e-books. Read, uh, yeah, very I, illegal books. I just read that headline. I haven't looked at the story, but I thought I was like, what a time to be alive, man. Gone gone are the, the days of laundering money like an actual laundry mats. <laughs> <laughs> just wash it in a washing machine. Yeah, no. <laughs> I we're doing it with V-Bucks. Like, what? I mean, anything popular enough to attract that much money is going to attract but, that sort what, of attention. What I don't understand with Fortnite, though, is that on with Steam, for example, it makes complete sense in my head. There's a marketplace... Say there's a Counter-Strike knife that costs a thousand dollars, whatever. Mm, you, there's mm. there's a way to like use that platform to get money around. Okay, how does it work in Fortnite? You can't give yeah, people not, stuff. Like I don't, I don't sure. actually know. Let's let's see. If let's let's actually read the article. Let's see <laughs> so. if this good 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 article by uh, Sam Spiller. Sam Spiller, a new writer for new writer critical hits. Um, exploiting the in-game currency. The report describes that criminals use stolen credit cards to purchase large amounts of e-bucks, which are then sold back to players at a discounted rate. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Clever, 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 clever. <laughs> that is so f- like it's not it's not funny for that reason, but it's funny that it's a it's a way to launder money. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's such a it's a millennial way to launder money, basically. It is. So yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a modern solution. Uh, the Division 2 private beta kicks off on February 7th. You can mm. get in with pre-orders because, of course, you can. Because reasons. Um, Fallout 76 players have discovered a room in the game, which is like a sort of developer's room. So it has all the items and oh, no. the game's only NPC is stuck in there. Weird. Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, and now players are getting banned for entering this room, which seems like an what? even shittier way to deal with the solution. What the fuck are you oh doing, Bethesda? I feel Why so, you like this? I feel so sorry for the PR team for Bethesda. Just like trying to put out fire after fire fuck. after fire after fire after fire. Like I this just, game's just had like not, the, I can't think of like one positive thing. It's been like, yeah, here's a real real good story, a heartfelt story. It's always like nope. Like influencers were given the bags that were promised to other people and oh this and God. that and now we're sending bags and actually no we're not and to make up for it here's like five dollars of in-game currency it's a fucking mess uh, like you discovered our room day you out. banned how do- <laughs> this game i just i i can't understand how bethesda just keeps, keeps like self-owning here yeah, it's yeah <sighs> that pr team it must be crying every so day bad. so bad <laughs> um anthem will have matchmaking options for all its activities that's nice. cool that's so cool. much more can, room for activity. Yeah, you can match up with uh, people if you don't have friends to play with mm, or well, if your friends are assholes and mm, don't want to play with well, you. Or Anthem have crossplay. Mm, oh, jeez, mm, I mm. wish, man. Uh, Ubisoft's space exploration game, which was called Pioneer and originally teased in Watch Dogs 2. Yeah. Uh, it's been oh. cancelled, apparently. It was never oh. formally revealed. It was like, it was a cool thing in Watch Dogs 2 where you could go to Ubisoft's studio oh. there and hack into them and then this trailer played and it turns out that trailer was actually for a real game oh no way yeah really cool really That's, i love stuff. shit like that but now it got cancelled so it's oh. over. it looked like no man's sky ish it looked really no mansky man no man's maybe they saw no man's although maybe they thought ha no man's sky bad game got got reviewed badly and they're like Let's we're gonna make this it. game and then no man's sky like hey we fixed that game like oh mm-hmm. shit <laughs> let's see if you can uh complete the sentence you um EA has done what to a new Star Wars game? The released one? No, cancelled. Definitely one? <laughs> not released one. Of course, it's hardly yeah cancelled another cancelled Star Wars because game. uh yeah because the only uh, games that EA has oh kind God. of published. Sorry, I love that him. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Um, the only games EA has published throughout its I think it's now eight years with the Star mm. Wars license are two Battlefront games. They they cancelled Visceral's um 
linear action Star Wars game, which had Amy Hennig behind it. That game was then transferred to EA Vancouver. Yes. And rebooted. And that game has now been cancelled. They say that they're working on other smaller Star Wars titles. Uh, Respawn Entertainment, better known for Titanfall 2, are meant to be releasing a Star Wars game at the end of this year, which has not been shown off yet. But man, EA is fucking bungling this license. Like, holy crap. There's only been like one game that, like, Battlefront 1 wasn't even that good. Mm. But Battlefront 2 fucked things up so badly. Like, it, it... you can only consider the first one as a real success. Like, yeah. oh my god. It's, and it's just like, it's bad. With bad the biggest license on earth, how are you fucking this up so know. badly? You, just have, you you can even just make like an average Star Wars game. It'll still sell like hotcakes. Yeah, but, but I don't want an average Star Wars no, game. No, I don't want one either. I'm just saying like, come on. Just I want, do, do uh, something with the license. Did you ever play the Force, Force Unleashed? No, I didn't. The two, oh man, those games are great. Fuck, I wish we had more of those. More like that. Yeah, like God of War. Wasn't the second one? Wasn't the second one not great? I mean, the second one was fine, but it was like four hours. It was very short. Didn't the? Did it, aren't those the games that inspired your nickname? My nickname? Oh yeah, Starkiller. Star, yeah, Star yeah. Killer. The, uh, oh, yes. the the main character's name is Starkiller. Starkiller. Yeah. Oh. Starkiller three sixty. Yeah. You heard of this great uh, game called Artifact? Yeah. Guess what? No one's playing it anymore. <gasps> really? Number? It's lost 97% of its player base oh. in two months. You know why, though? Have you tried watching the game? It's boring? It, well, okay. I don't know if it's... Like, <laughs> I imagine it must be fun to play if you understand the game. But it looks complicated AF. I don't know if it is. It, yeah, I've heard that uh, it onboards you super, super well. Um, so it explains its mechanics very well. And then it's very engaging to play. I think the problem is its economy is a bit of a yeah. fucking mess. Um, and now the game's like, I think... It was two days ago or a day ago. The peak player count was only one and a half thousand people, Shit, which is nothing. Is, I mean, can, can we just take a moment to appreciate that this is a Dota two spinoff? This is a Valve game, a Valve game, and it's dying. Tens of millions of fans, and it, it's dying. It's dying. Evolve, yeah, Evolve is that you? Um, Battlefield Files Battle Royale mode is coming in March. It's co-op. Well, it's only squads. You're only going to be able to squad up four people at a time for a 64-player match. There's also a co-op mode coming in March, uh, and they just keep updating that game, even though its uh, sales have been pretty pretty dwindling. Colleagues of mine are playing it, and they're still loving it. They're, like, deep into Battlefield. I think if you're deep into Battlefield, the game is good. good, Like I don't think the game itself is bad. Like I think um, EA is just struggling to get new people in. Mm. Oh, fuck. I don't know if we spoke about this last week, but no. this is a fucking wild story. Yeah, that is a wild story. story. Um, I'm going to go into it just because I need to get the facts right here. So, <laughs> Tell us the facts. This is going to be the last story, and it's the most okay. fucking disturbing thing. Um, Gearbox, studio behind such hits as Borderlands 1, Borderlands 2, <laughs> and then the not hit Aliens, Colonial Marines. <laughs> hits, Fuck. The masters behind like the only two hits, uh, Borderlands. <laughs> yeah. Thing. They've made other stuff. Uh, Fun fact, Gearbox made the sequel to... The original Half-Life. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, really? Opposed, opposing Forces. Oh. And, 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 and Blue Shift, I think, was Gearbox. Wild. The, did you watch the da- uh, uh, No Clip documentary on Half-Life? A Daniel Dwyer's one? I haven't yet, no. Mm, that's, yeah, I, was, I was like, huh, yeah, because Randy Pitchford was in there as well, and they worked on the sequels to Half-Life. I was like, Ooh, huh, Ra- Randy Pitchford. Speaking of which. Speaking of Randy and his Pitchford. Um, so there's been a, like a very public spat between... Um, 
a the studio's former lawyer Wade Callender oh, no. and their CEO Brandy Pitchford, and it's spawned out of a lawsuit that was filed actually in December last month, uh, last year, um, which accused Pitcher, Pitchford of violating several contracts, including Callender's own employment contract involving Gearbox and its relationship to a real estate company that the two men own. So it sounds like a very like personal falling out. Yeah. Um, Gearbox had actually sued Calendar just before that for breach of uh, fiduciary duty. Uh, they basically claimed Calendar had borrowed money to secure a home loan and had not paid it back in full, um, basically accusing the company credit card. No, no. Um, <laughs> what did it say? Uh, the papers, the, this is in the actual court papers, the papers elaborated on the accusation stating that Calendar had, quote, abused the privilege of credit card access by charging unapproved worldly personal expenses, including family vacations, gun club memberships, firearm accessories, and getting ripped. Getting ripped? Yeah, basically he like was like... doing steroids. <laughs> doing gym. Fuck man, who knows? <laughs> I, yeah. Getting um, so, gearboxes. So then as a uh, counter to this, Oh boy, geez, where does it where does it actually does say? So Calendar basically came back with his own suit, uh, which accused Randy Pitchford of having like a fund where he was taking like additional bonuses from the studios, uh, like he was taking like twelve million dollars from the studio into this like a uh, real estate fund, yeah, which you know could have been money to fund more games at the studio. It mm. just seemed fucking weird, yeah. Um. Yeah, it was paid to a company called Pitchford Entertainment Media Magic. <laughs> because if you don't know, Randy Pitchford is huge into magic. He's like a hobbyist oh, yes. magician. But as part of these papers, <laughs> this way it gets fucking weird. Uh, Calendar also cites an incident in 2014 where Pitchford is accused of leaving a USB stick that not only contained confidential company documents that dealt with other publishers in a restaurant at uh, in Texas, but the USB stick is also... Supposed, supposedly contained a personal collection of Pitchford's underage pornography. Oh, no. <sighs> okay. Well. So, the day after this lawsuit came out, so 21st of December, mm. Pitchford appeared on a episode of Piff Pod Podcast. Sorry, when you say he appeared, is that because he's a magician? Yeah. He's <laughs> like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> it's um, me. He appeared there and he basically detailed his side of the story. So, the suit was filed. No one knew about the suit at the time, but he felt compelled to talk to about out, it yeah. to, I think, like, have evidence to show, like, mm. when this eventually came up. Because essentially, Gearbox PR linked to this specific podcast as an official comment on the issue. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> um, so basically, in the episode, he said that he was a fan of camgirl pornography. And if you don't know what camgirl pornography is, I'm not going to explain it here. Um, and he said that... Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, he said that the camgirl in question was labeled as barely legal porn and the girl's handle was only 18. But that that Pitchford had kept the, had kept the clip on the USB because he found one of the acts performed during the camgirl show to be just like magic and wanted to <laughs> study it this is real this is what the hell 
no. So apparently that was the only thing on the USB stick, which was also full of confidential information dealing with companies like Sega and Microsoft. This is crazy. But he kept it because, hey, he wanted to learn how that magic trick was that done. That is amazing. Nice. He doesn't address the allegation that the performer was underage. He does say that she was of age, which seems like a very easy thing to kind of like check up on, but... Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? I, we... I don't understand... I, I don't understand a lot about the story. There's, there's a lot of the story that's WTF. It's just... There's plenty. Like... On both sides. <laughs> it could be... It could just be like... Like, at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck what, like, what fucking porn you watch, if you watch <laughs> porn. Like, do that shit. That's fine. The real issue is if it's like, hey, was this underage? Because that shit's fucking illegal yeah. and disgusting. Yeah. Um, But also, like, why was this uh, on a USB with confidential information about other but companies? My, my favorite part of it is like, no, th there was actual magic happening. <laughs> there was actual magic. It's like, like what? Uh, okay, even if there was, well, explain yourself. Like, what's Jesus going on here? Jesus Christ. And even on the podcast, because this video, uh, because it was picked up by an employee and then returned, or not not an employee, um, a waiter at the restaurant in question, mm. and then returned to Gearbox after the waiter had discovered what was on. So this thing wasn't even fucking password protected, wow. man. Um, so it was returned to Gearbox and apparently a large portion of the executives or at least the employees saw the contents of the USB oh, no. because they had to decide on whether this this was something they had to yeah. act on. And Randy Pitchford says that not one, not one of them assumed that he had that specific video on the USB stick for the purposes of learning magic. He oh, finds no. <laughs> it very offensive that someone wouldn't have assumed that that's why he had no. it. No. Fucking hell. Wow. Yeah, because that's the first thing I I think when I see like ridiculous. Listen, it's it's in it's in the name. Because <sighs> his name is Randy. Just leave it at that. I mean, part part <laughs> of these allegations, as well as uh, calendar accusers, um, or it might have been another former Gearbox um, game director there. Yeah. He's accused Pitchford of so Pitchford has a, a a theater at his home where he and his wife host magic parties like. <laughs> Like actual performances. Actual of, performances. But apparently at these parties, which are called peacock parties, they also expose themselves to underage women. Nice. <laughs> these are all allegations. I'm going to put it out there. Well, that these well, are all allegations, <laughs> not... Not facts. I mean, not fact know. yet. Uh, dot, dot, dot. Yet. But wow. Tune in next time on CSR. Wow. CSR chats. <gasps> Something. The, C, the C and CSR is actually checkpoints. Ooh. Checkpoint scene, scene investigation. investigation. Yeah, done. That shows where they come and they investigate your house repeatedly. <laughs> See what's happening here. So with that, uh, <sighs> Let's, that uh, needing to be scrubbed from our body, should we move on? From to your questions? body, damn. Yeah. I feel very dirty and violated by that entire story. God damn. Let me let me let me time stamp this quickly. Oh, we we're doing good time here. We've got ten minutes to get through questions. We have six of them, I think. Six. Five or six. Let's start with the one that we somehow missed last week from Mix. I don't know how that happened. I blame you. He says, what? You're in control of this. <laughs> he says, hey, why are people hung up on Metacritic scores, in particular to the small group of vocal people who get angry when a reviewer gives a low score to their favorite game? Don't good slash great playable games get spread by word of mouth anyway by friends, family, podcasters, YouTubers? Um, yeah, I don't know. To me... Good question. Yeah. Metacritic scores are just... 
like a quick indication of how a game has been perceived by yeah. by media. Um, but then yeah, I get it. User scores can can be wild. They can be like in, incredibly high. Or, oh, they're just like, ten or, or zero. Just, there's or no, yeah, there's no there's, there's no, no middle ground. Yeah. No, but you're absolutely right. I mean, if if a game's great, it'll definitely spread by word of mouth and should find an audience. Mm. If it's bad, mm. it's same thing. Like, don't play this game. I think people get real hung up on like, like I remember when um, Breath of the Wild came out, and uh, you know it was getting like crazy good scores everywhere, and the whole thing was like, oh, it's gonna it's gonna beat what was it gta 4 i think for the highest overall metacritic score which was like 97 or some shit um or it was at 98 at one point so it was beating it and then jim sterling uh gave the game a 7 out of 10 and people fucking lost their shit because he's now apparently destroyed the chances of breath of the wild having this like that's bullshit like critics are critics like they are not there to satiate some stupid metacritic score metacritic is just an aggregator of those scores so like but it happens all the time. Mm. Like people want reviews to conform to what the Metacritic score is yeah. because they think every review should be that. And imagine how boring critique would be if it was like yeah. that. Um, I think going back to like uh, the my time at Porsche, I gave it a five out of ten. Mm. I saw some reviews giving it fucking like eight and a half and nine. I'm like, I don't cool. understand you. Yeah, I read the reviews and I don't agree with points, but like, I don't. I don't want a situation where everyone's giving the same game the same score all the time because that's just boring. Yeah. Um, well, didn't the same happen with Jeff this week with what game did he review? Uh, oh, um, is it No More Heroes? No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Travis Strikes Back. And he no gave it what? Like a, he gave it a four? And four then, ten. But then, then there were nines. There were some nines. It's like, what? fucking crazy. <laughs> I, yeah, I, but, I know for studios it's more impactful because some studios tie employee yeah, bonuses to, to Metacritic scores, scores which is bullshit. Absolute yeah. bullshit. Um, but yeah, I, d- I don't see why people get super hung up on that shit. It's uh, meant to just be a thing like, hey, I don't want to read tons of reviews. What's the average? Yeah, what's average? Oh, I'm thinking of buying this game. Let me just get a quick look mm. at how it's mm. been perceived before I, mean, I dive into reviews. It's cool when, like, I was super ecstatic when Breath of the Wild was, like, getting all these tens. It's like, holy shit, it's 97 Metacritic. That's awesome. Mm. But I'm not going to, like, fucking attack someone because no. now they are a 7 out of 10. Like, no. I don't know, man. Okay. I'll disagree with them, maybe, maybe, maybe I'll agree with them, but I'm not going to go, hey, fuck you for no, doing screw this. Screw you, man. Critic. Yeah. No, yeah. No. Next no. question. Is is House of Cards still worth watching? Haven't seen any of it, but but it interests me. Should I watch Blow instead? I've never seen Blow. I've never no, seen House of Cards. You've seen House of Cards. Yeah, I finished it yesterday. What a bullshit ending. Jesus. Is Christ. this a season without Kevin Spacey? Yeah, so it's the last season. Yeah. Um, the season itself is pretty good, I oh, thought. Yeah? I think uh, Robin Wright, who plays... Um, uh claire underwood his mm. wife is phenomenal she yeah. has been the whole series and she carries the season so well but man that ending is some unsatisfying bullshit it's is, it, just, is it like last? it feels like there's an episode missing it feels like oh is it just like kebab yeah it's so it was so weird but house of cards overall super worth good. watching really good yeah. yeah i thoroughly enjoyed it oh, i haven't seen it i enjoyed its run cool next question do you guys collect old game consoles like a lot of american journalists do I don't have that type of money. Uh, no, yeah, I had a PlayStation One. I don't know what my mom did with it. I, I was very bleak. Mm. But yeah, I think from PlayStation Three onward, I, I haven't ever sold a console. Mm. I've got my PlayStation Three, my Vita, my PSP, my original DS, 3DS, and I don't know if I'm going to sell those. I want to actually like I don't have the ancient consoles, but I'm going to start my collection like yeah mm-hmm. mm-hmm. with those consoles. That's so. essentially how I feel. Like I'm just 
I, I've got a PS3 and a 360. Mm. Like I got all these consoles there that are not hooked up, but I'm probably They're not going to get rid of them. Yeah. yeah. I did. Yeah. I, I, I just, because I was only born in 92, like I don't have a, a, uh, a big love for like the NES or the SNES. Cause I never owned those things. Yeah. So like, um, and then as soon as you start getting into the realm of like GameCube and PS1 or PS1 would be nice to have, but, uh, you know, when you start getting into like 3D games, collecting those games becomes not as interesting because mm. like 3D polygonal games didn't age well yeah. and stuff like most of the collectors you see are collecting old as fuck consoles yeah, really, and they're really getting old. like fancy ass monitors that act as CRTs and mm. stuff like that. Like no. I have no uh, reference for yeah, that. Yeah, I don't have thing. any interest in that. Like, I, I buy an SNES cl- classic. classic. I got it yeah. right there. It's Staring me in awesome. the face. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not going to go out of my way buy to get original, a yeah. original. Yeah, I just, I don't have the money because that shit's expensive. It's expensive. And I like... don't have the love to make tempt me into spending yeah. that money i mean i think it's fair if we start our collection now in 20 30 years from now to be like hey man you have a ps3 Whoa. yeah exactly <laughs> wow exactly. have you seen my ps1 no i don't have, have one of those have you seen my playstation 21 oh man, wow. yeah it's <laughs> actual life um where was i what film do you love like but is disliked hated by the majority of people mine are alone in the dark dragon ball evolution and robocop these are really bad choices (laughs) terrible movies oh this is what Migs is talking about alone in the dark is fucking atrocious (laughs) it's so bad it's directed by um oh what's his name uval that dude uval is just so oh god that movie's so wild dragon ball's also bad it's not as bad (laughs) I, Robocop's fine, I guess. Yeah. I thought it was okay, but it's nowhere near as good as the older mm. ones. Mm. Um, one, one that comes to mind for me, it's not hated by a majority of people, but uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. Man, I, that's loved I, by people. No, no, I, no, but I love that movie, but it genuinely shocked me that people hated that movie. I was like, how? people how? hate that movie? Yeah, I know people like, yeah. You like, don't need that sort of negativity like, in your life. I was like, how? It's like one of my favorite Scott movies Pilgrim's ever. incredible. So yeah. good. I went into that movie not knowing anything about what it was about so imagine what a wild trip it was oh, me it's yeah. like this is like a gaming slash fighting slash awesome comic book movie <laughs> that i just had no idea <laughs> um mm, other than that though I, I can't think of one offhand i think the easy answer which i'm kind of stealing from uh, my pal ludwig on twitter but i agree with him is um matrix reloaded like <gasps> the matrix sequels on yeah board. Uh, well, actually, I think Reloaded is fucking awesome. Wait, is, uh, is that the second one? Yes. I love the second I one. I love the second one. I think the second one has some of the best action in that whole mm. series. Like, that, that, three is three is not fantastic. Yeah. Um, but I think Reloaded no, is man, awesome. Reloaded has that highway scene. It's the best. It's, it's got that fight in the park where he fights like four million agents. Smiths. Okay, that scene no, is not okay. aged It hasn't well. aged well, but at the time it was like, oh, yeah, it was intense. This, this is awesome. But the highway scene the highway with really those good. like ghost oh, twin things. And, and like, the soundtrack. Yes. That movie. No, it's, it's so phenomenal. Good. I love that movie so much and so many people hate every single thing to do with the sequels. <sighs> I will not? say, I also enjoy Star Wars Episode 3. Revenge of the Sith, even though everyone hates the prequel. Actually, Phantom but Menace, I enjoy quite a bit as well. It's the same thing for, okay, Phantom, Phantom Menace is, is pushing it. Like, at the time, I loved it. I think everyone did. But looking mm. back now, I'm like, mm, yeah, I really okay. love the final fight of the but, Phantom Menace. Like, yeah, it is yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that fight and the, in episode three, the, uh, the Anakin, Anakin and Obi-Wan. Yeah, I'm like, very that good. was great. Like, I love that. Episode two is the worst Star Wars <laughs> ever created. It is atrocious and I hate it. Yeah, that yeah, one should just be scrapped. It's really, bad. <laughs> really, really bad. 
But uh, hey, we, we can be grateful the original trilogy spawned so many lol memes. I mean, come that's on. True. Look, that's sand, true. Sand, it gets everywhere, man. <laughs> <laughs> I have the high ground. Oh, oh, that's still my favorite. So good. Every time we play PUBG, it's like, hey, let's get to the high ground. I'm like, yeah, we all know that works. <laughs> look what happened to Anik. <laughs> okay, is there any game you wish there was a sequel to? My nomination is Iron Storm's Anachronics. What on earth is that? What, what's the game? Ion, Iron Storm's Anachronox. Chronix. Anachronox. I've never, never heard of that heard of in that. my life. Hmm. Tell us what Anachronox is. Um, a I'll game that up. I would love a sequel to. Hmm. Hmm. Well, he has an easy one for me. It's not, not a sequel, but I'm hoping that... Um, and I'm sure it'll happen. If Remake 2 does well enough, mm. but the remake, the Resident Evil 3... Because mm-hmm. that that is oh, it's like one of my favorites. Why don't they shows. just skip three and go straight to four? No, you because know, the better game. Four, what did you not? Did you not like Resident Evil Three, or did you just never play I it? I never played it. <gasps> just <laughs> yeah, you, you cannot offer your your bullshit opinion if you never played the damn game. I, I have such a fun fondness for Resident Evil Three. So That's Resident Nemesis, Evil 2, right? Yeah, yeah. Now imagine fighting Nemesis, but like in a remake. Doesn't just Nemesis run after you shouting stars the whole time? Stars. Stars. Yeah, all the stars. time. <laughs> so good. I watched a uh, a video. This is a complete tangent, but I watched a 20-minute video explaining the lore of Resident Evil. Yeah. Man, that shit goes places. Holy oh, crap. Yeah? There's this virus and this virus and this virus. Oh, no. and, this vi- and then they explain things in Resident Evil 7 that I didn't know existed. It's like, oh, this virus is like a mind control thing, so... The, the, the bakers aren't actually in control of their actions. And yeah, and you're like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> There's a whole history. I think that's what shocked me with Resident Evil 7 the most is that we thought it was a complete departure from yeah, like a, a reboot thing. It's like, yeah. no, no, it's in the same universe. It's like, oh, that's wild. Yeah, oh, man. I mean, so uh, Chris... Chris Redfield oh, Chris. just, just ste- drops ste- in. You mean steroids, Redfield? Yeah, yeah. I mean, in Resident Jeez, Evil 5, like, he punches a fucking boulder. Yeah, and in Resident Evil 1... Resident Evil 1... He's like the skinny dude, like, ah, I'm Chris Redfield. And then in Ron- Code Veronica, he's again like skinny dude. Resident Evil 5, he's just on roids, man. He's, he's been, he's been clapping the gym. You're- Some wild shit going on there. I've never heard of this Anachronics game. I haven't either. Uh, but games I would love sequels to. Hmm. Um, hmm. I'd a, love a Bloodborne 2, but that's an easy answer. Yeah. Um, That'll probably happen at some stage. Yeah, I think, I think it will happen eventually. Um, I'm trying to think of a game. There was a game. A while ago where I'm like it's it's a crime that we haven't got a second one. Um you know what we need? New time splitters one day. Maybe not. Yeah, I don't know how that yeah. would have oh, aged. I actually. think THQ Nordic bought the rights to mm. that. So mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> um uh, man, that's a good question. I just nothing comes It's tough to think of it like off the, off the top of my head. Yeah, off the top mm. of my head. I mean, I know I'm getting an Ori sequel, so... If you know, yeah, I was going to say, if we weren't yeah. getting that, that would be... In, that'd <gasps> be uh... Let's get a Hollow Knight sequel. Let's get the DLC yeah. to... to um, What's her face? Uh, Hornet. Because that's, that's supposedly... We'll play, the thing, whole, play the whole game as Hornet. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah, yes, I, yes. I, I, would, I would be pretty happy with that. Um, I kind of... This is a weird answer, but like, I wish there was another Zelda in the same vein as Majora's Mask, mm. just because I like that mechanic a lot. Mm. Um, I don't know if they ever Ooh. will do that, but I thought it was awesome. Okay, wait, action. Now that I think about it, I'm like, there are actually a few games. Half-Life 3? Uh, okay, okay. Portal 3? Yes. Left 100%. 4 Dead 3? Uh, Come on, Left 4 Dead was fun. Left 4 Dead was awesome. But that is so uh, good. But th- those games, like, yes, I-, I wouldn't yeah. say no, it's a sequel to those. I have no idea what a Portal 3 would be nowadays. No, I don't know Absolutely either. Absolutely no idea. But 
Come on, Portal 2 is like one of the best games ever I think there's something just... we missed in news, I think, last week, but the writer of Portal 2 left Valve and now has returned to Valve. <gasps> what is, is that not or the same Or was it Half-Life 2? Maybe, I don't is know. Is it not the dude who wrote Half-Life, the, the Half-Life dude? I think we did touch on it, yeah, actually. I feel, yeah. feel like we did. But he's come back. Oh, boy. what he's working on there. Interesting. Ah. He's working on that game from... Who are the people that made a Firewatch that got absorbed or bought by Valve? Oh, um... Something Camp Valley of... Valley of Gods. Gods. Yeah, that's that the game. Thing. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Maybe they brought him game. in for that. Did you... I'm, I'm sure we spoke about this, but did you know that that writer released a blog post... Explaining Basically what explaining what Half-Life 3, yeah. 3 would be. And he just changed all the names. I read it. So I was like, that would actually be really cool. Could they just make... Or we, we definitely did. I didn't imagine this. There are people who have are taking that... No, wait, no, maybe we didn't speak about this. Maybe <laughs> I dreamt this. I don't know. <laughs> there are people who are taking that blog post and making a sequel to Half-Life based on it. Oh, seriously? Yeah, like so a, like, like um, Black spiritual. Mesa. Oh, shit. So there's active. another studio that are doing the same vibe. Like they're recreating Half-Life and they're going to follow that blog post as like a loose <laughs> That's script. That's so wild. That's <laughs> How cool is that though? So let's, the, the, we'll leave that question there. And then we'll end on the last question, which Ooh. is... Have you had games you simply couldn't play finished due to technical limitations? Mine is Need for Speed 2015. The need it needed online the needed online aspect made it unplayable due to high ping rates. I haven't had an instance of it mm. me stopping to play, but I did have a Oh man, when Just Cause 3 came out, I had a early copy for PC to review. It was about two weeks ahead. Yeah. Um, and back then the game was using also like constantly online, like an authentication thing. Yeah. But man, fuck, that server would go down like every half an hour. Oh, no. And it would just boot you from the game and you'd lose progress. Lose progress. I, eventually I, I emailed Jeff and I'm like, I can't review this. I, I literally cannot deal with this yeah, anymore it's, because it's just it's wasting it's, your time. Yeah, it's wasting my time. I can only play like chunks of half an hour at a time, if that. And then, you know, when it booted me, it would take ages for the server to come back up for me to get back in. Like, yeah. it was a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Um, and I remember it being a problem at launch too, but like, holy shit, I, w- I was ready to just be like, I'm not reviewing this. Like, yeah, ref- that's crazy. I absolutely refuse to review this in this state. Like, yeah. It, I mean, it made a big factor into my review. I was like, this is bullshit. This entire system is it's fucking just, stupid. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, that that was the only time that I got really fucking close. Yeah, I've 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 never had that, but one, I mean, that it's made me stop playing a game. But one thing uh, that screwed me that comes to mind is when I was playing Final Fantasy VIII on PS One. I think it was my PSP. No, I, I never played it in its heyday. So I was playing, you know, PS One Classic, mm. and this isn't any fault of the game, but my PSP died, and I hadn't saved for like four hours <gasps> or something stupid. And that, that that came it made I came very close to not wanting to yep. finish a game, but I'd like I'd that. finished every other Final Fantasy game. So like I have to I have to just redo this stuff. It was very painful because Final Fantasy VIII I can understand why people love it, but still not my favorite mm. entry in the franchise. Wow. But imagine four hours of no, that. that that's a lot of time. Holy cow! That any was, game losing that I was so upset. Is... I was like, no, <laughs> why, why am I so stupid? Why didn't I say? And you know, like I I listened to uh, Giant Bombs game of the year stuff which is was phenomenal anyone should go listen to that shit um and uh ben pack was there talking about Mega Man 11, 11. the one that came out last year Wait. that game does not have autosave oh, yeah? and it doesn't tell you that oh no so he lost like seven hours of gameplay because he beat a couple of bosses and then turned it off and it was just like like if- a game like Neuro automata doesn't have autosave but it specifically tells you so at the beginning say, it's like yeah. 
this game does not have autosave. Play the game to figure out how to save. Uh, Which okay. is a bullshit thing because it's like save points. Yeah. Which is dumb because I lost a bit of progress when like... Because we don't have great power yeah. you know, here. Um, <gasps> what? Yeah. So, I just well, put autosaves in your games. Yes. I mean, I get it for Final Fantasy VIII. That's an old game. But or like four Ori, hours of progress. Ori, where you have to make your own save points. But that, that's like that's a mechanic fun. in the game, yeah. which is yeah. quite cool. Man, I can't wait for new Ori. Fuck. You still have to finish the first Shut one. Up. So, don't, so tell don't, me to don't, do. don't even pretend. I've played the second one. You haven't. <laughs> I know. I hate you so much. Can you sign my shirt? <laughs> I'll sign your plushie oh, oh, on his yes. face. The only place where his signature would be seen. That's true. <laughs> and I think that that is all the questions. All the questions? You're not missing a DM or an email? Somewhere? No. Uh, I don't know about email. <laughs> no, I, I didn't see us get any emails. Yeah, I got, I got nothing. Facebook's got nothing. Got nothing. How Twitter, dare you? Good. If you want to get in contact, questions. You can get in touch at Checkpoint Chat on Twitter. You can DM us there as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can message us on facebook.com slash Checkpoint Chat or email us. Dust out those cobwebs. Yeah. Checkpoint Chat Podcast at gmail.com. I mean, Mix did it last week, but it's always We good had to, to reset the counter. Yeah. We had seven Ooh, days it's now. One week now. Yeah. Seven, we days. seven days. Seven days. Will you be the one to reset the counter? Who knows? No, only you can. Only you can, can reset the counter. Yeah. You have the power <laughs> to decide. Wow. <laughs> profound. We're we ending on a strong Yeah, note? so <laughs> profound. Uh, so how's this weather? <laughs> this has been episode 38, Checkpoint Chat. Hope you've enjoyed. Have mm-hmm, you enjoyed mm-hmm. it, Maddie? Uh, I'm, kidding. Love, oh, well, oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I loved it so much. I'm going to go give us a review. No, yeah. I'm kidding. But give, if you if reviews. you loved it, or even if you hated it, go, go rate us. Mm. Tell us why you loved or hated mm. it. <gasps> And yeah. Send us questions. Send, send us, us all of the things. Send us oh, voice notes. And someone asked, do, do the questions have to be gaming related? No. No, not at all. Send us any question like within reason. Don't be crude or absurd or whatever. I don't I mean, know, man. It can be crude as hell. Okay, fine. Be crude. But <laughs> but yeah, it doesn't have... We were a gaming podcast, but hey, we talk about life yeah, and no, random does, stuff. So. I mean, look, Migs asked us about movies. Um, you can ask us about fucking anything. I don't care. It's questions. It's your questions. It's the part of the show that you direct. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you how to make your own questions. You have the power. Yeah. The power to be the best you you can be. Power to the people. Was that a thing in a Gillette ad? No. Oh, Gillette ad. Let's get get controversial right at the end, yeah. Stay stay tuned for the post show. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. Cheers. Bye. Okay, bye.